where sports is the base, life and fun are the results, this is The Brian Snow Show. Rolling right along here on the Brian Snow Show. Thank you for joining us. Portions of this show are brought to you by SeatGeek. Looking for the best way to experience live events? Well, SeatGeek has you covered. With just a few taps on your phone, you can find the best seats for concerts, sports, theater, and more. Don't miss out on unforgettable moments. Download the SeatGeek app today and get ready for an experience like no other. Each ticket is vetted for the, for authenticity and is ranked on a 1 to 10 scale. And right now, if you use the code SNOWMAN, you will get 20 bucks off of your first purchase. That's only through the power of SeatGeek, where fans can fan. Speaking of fans, I'm a fan of one of the teams here in my beloved household. That, of course, is the Indianapolis Colts. I'm also a fan of the gentleman who is their radio voice and has become a very good friend of mine. Please help me welcome Mr. Matt Taylor, the voice of the Colts. Good afternoon, Matt. How are you? Good. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Football is back in full swing. Training camp is in full swing. This is Christmas for us. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, we had report day earlier this week. Then we have first practice yesterday, second practice coming up Friday. Uh, another big night practice for the Colts on Saturday. Both of those sessions, Friday and Saturday, coming up. They are sold out. So we're expecting, gosh, I don't even know, like 7,000 fans uh, up at Grand Park in, in Westfield, Indiana, uh, for training camp the next couple of days. Uh, both of those days, respectively, over 7,000 fans uh, just flooding the area. So it's it's uh, very much a lot of excitement. Everybody's excited for the newness of the team. And uh, very, very encouraged by, you know, just the um, certainly the, the, the positive optimism going forward surrounding this club. Matt Taylor joining us here on the program. Asked some fans to uh, drop some questions, and I got one from my buddy Dan Fitzgerald. It reads as follows: My question is, when does he? When do you think Anthony Richardson will be ready to be QB one? Will it be by midseason or later? Yeah, I mean, that's the $64,000 question. I mean, I, I wish I had the answer, but I think as of right now, unfortunately, it's a pretty small sample size. We've only had one practice so far in training camp. We've only had a limited amount of time with Anthony Richardson and the OTAs and the mini camp. Uh, yesterday's practice was the first day, and it was pretty light. It was only about an hour. Uh, Richardson was working out with the second-team offense. Gardner Minshew took most of the first-team reps. But after practice yesterday, Shane Steichen said, hey, now, wait a minute, chill out. You know, we're going to be flip-flopping these guys uh, back and forth. Don't worry about the reps on a day-to-day basis. It's all going to work out. It's all going to smooth out. So, um, you know, it's going to be a pretty fluid situation. So we'll see what happens tomorrow on day number two of practice. But, uh, you know, Richardson running with the twos, completed a couple of passes in 11-on-11 work, mostly red zone stuff, um, but but certainly a long way to go in terms of us finding out whether or not Richardson's going to be that guy week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They also have Gardner Minshew, who can play very good uh, veteran piece in this uh, in this NFL with Shane Steichen, you know, same kind of offense, you know, same coordinator, um, same scheme, thrive very well inside of it. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, long way to go the next 30 or so days uh, in terms of finding out if Gardner, excuse me, if uh, Anthony Richardson is going to be the guy week one. You mentioned Gardner Minshew and how big he is as a veteran presence. 
uh, to this Colts offense, running the same kind of offense with the with uh, reunited in a way with uh, Shane Steichen. What does Gardner Minshew bring to the table with Steichen in tow, Anthony Richardson in tow, and this Colts offense? Well, first, it's just mastering of the offense. He understands the playbook, and I think Gardner's been huge. He's been instrumental in helping translate the offense to basically everybody else that's here, including Anthony Richardson. Right, He's talking about the rest of those skill players like Michael Pittman Jr. and Ashton Doolin and Mo Alley-Cox, right? the guys that have been here a long time. They're up to speed on this offense in part because of Gardner Minshew being kind of like a coach on the field because he's an extension of Shane Steichen in terms of the plays, the scheme, but also how he thinks, how to interpret things, how to read things. Uh, you know, where to go, how to line up, all of that is, is Gardner Minshew really knowing the ins and outs of this offense. But I think personally, Gardner Minshew just has the, I mean, just perfect dynamic and, and personality for the situation that he's in because he loves to compete. I mean, he's here for a reason, right? He signed a contract for a reason. Yep. So I think mindset wise, he is approaching this opportunity like he's the guy, like he's the starter. But also at the same time, for lack of a better term, living in the real world, knowing Anthony Richardson's here for a reason. They drafted him where they did for a reason. But listen, if the Colts, if, 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 if Minshew understands the Colts need him to play, he's going to be ready to play. And he's played at a high level in this league in prior stops. I mean, we saw it a couple of years ago in 2020, week one. I mean, Gardner Minshew was absolutely surgical mm-hmm. against the Colts mm-hmm. playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars like 95% completion percentage that day. Yep. So he's had some big-time moments in the NFL, and the Colts feel pretty confident that, hey, if Richardson's, for whatever reason, not ready to go, Minshew can step in. He can be the guy, and the Colts are confident that Minshew's going to keep him in games and win ball games if it comes to that. The voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor, joining me here this afternoon, talking all things Indianapolis Colts. How about the running back situation uh, with Jonathan Taylor? Any updates on uh, on his injury and when he would be available? Yeah, no updates other than, yeah, he did go on PUP earlier this week, had that ankle procedure done in January in the offseason. Um, that was obviously cause and effect. He had that ankle injury towards the end of last year, missed six games. Um, so really no update as of right now. I mean, guys on PUP can come off of that list at any time. Uh, Cole said earlier this week that he's close, okay. but uh, just not ready enough, if you will, to, to participate in camp early on. Um, you know, they're going to obviously do right by the player. But, uh, yeah, had that physical when he reported for camp on Tuesday um, and just didn't come back clean enough to be out there to start the season. So really no update on Jonathan Taylor. I think that's going to be a day-to-day thing. Uh, only other thing I would add is that he's out there, right? He's right. physically out there. He's able to move, right? He's able to be with his teammates on the field, watch, observe, and walk around and, 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 you know, be with the team and, you know, watch practice from an 11 on 11 standpoint. But, um, no, nothing, nothing concrete as of yet on, uh, on Taylor. Taking a look at, uh, Jonathan Taylor's performance last year, did you see something injury wise that kind of, that, that kind of threw him off? Because I can look at a couple of games. Where, yeah, I know we talked about troubles with the offensive line, but did you see a couple of games where he was, I don't know, maybe thrown off physically because of that ankle? I didn't. No, I really didn't. I think Jonathan Taylor's, um, you know, down season, if you want to call it that, because he did miss six games. Right. And he did have that injury. 
Um, I, I think it's just a, a product of, you know, the situation that he was in with a rotating cast of quarterbacks around him, the lack of mobility at quarterback around him, uh, just playing stacked boxes for most of the season because of the Colts' inability to push the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. And, again, that goes back to the quarterback play. You know, offensive line regressed last season. But, again, I think that's because teams saw blood in the water. I've talked about it ad nauseum. I mean, right. those twists and stunts and all those line games, the Colts just never figured that out, right? That leaky faucet was never turned off mm-hmm. because of their lack of mobility in the pocket uh, with the quarterbacks they had last season and the – you know, the Colts offensive line didn't do a good enough job picking that up, and they just never figured it out. So hypothetically, with Richardson coming in here, just on paper, in theory, those boxes should be lighter because of the threat of him being able to run the football. But, uh, you know, I would actually I would actually go the other way with Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I, I was just incredibly impressed and, you know, not shocked or surprised. But, you know, he still had huge moments with a compromised ankle last year. I can think of that big, long run for a touchdown against the Raiders in Las Vegas right. in you know, late November. I mean, so despite not being 100%, he still had a lot of Jonathan Taylor-type moments, but they just had to shut him down because that ankle got too bad. You know, the season was getting out of control. You know, the playoffs were uh, continuously, you know, being put to the distance. And so they had to think big picture on on the franchise and think big picture on Jonathan Taylor and do right by him and get him ready to go for this upcoming season. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor is going to be a big part of this offense, especially with Minshew and uh, Richardson, you know, taking the quarter taking the quarterback snaps. You were really bullish, and you said this last time I had you on. You were really bullish about the uh, receiving core of the Colts. Talk about the receiving core of the Colts and what kind of wild cards they bring to the table for this Shane Steichen offense. Yeah, I mean, I, it, I think one of the most positive signs from yesterday, the first day of camp, was is you had a lot of bodies that missed time in the offseason back on day number one because mm-hmm. of injuries, right? You had Michael Pittman Jr. back. You had Josh Downs back. Uh, you had Jelani Woods back. You know, you're still missing Will Mallory. He, like Jonathan Taylor, is going to start the season on PUP. Right. He's got a foot injury. But the injury uh, news or status of a lot of these players uh, in a much better situation than compared to about six or seven weeks ago, which is a really good sign. So I'm actually – I think that's one of the areas that I think the Colts are going to be able to surprise some people. Mm-hmm. And you, know, you don't absolve the wide receiver production from last year. I mean, listen, NFL, man, it's it's a bottom line business. You either got it done or you didn't. Right. But I just think a lot of their inefficiencies have been caused by the quarterback carousel and, yeah. and instability at that position. And so I think – you know, you're going to get Anthony Richardson, obviously, here for a long extended period of time. But I think Gardner Minshew also represents, you know, some consistency in his own right because of, you know, he does have a degree of mobility. He really understands the offense. And it seems like during the offseason workout program, guys just gravitate to him both, uh, you know, from a personality-wise and just X's and O's and football IQ-wise as well. Um, so I'm, I'm really bullish on Pittman's ability to, you know, be the main target again like he has been the last couple of years, but take it to another level, right? I mean, get well over a 1,000 yards, over 100 catches. I think that's going to be no problem for him this year. 
Uh, Ashton Doolin, I think, obviously capable of a lot more. Josh Downs is a receiver they just haven't had on this team from a skill set standpoint in the slot for a long time. So I think there's a lot of guys and a lot of playmakers here that can really step up. Alec Pierce in the deep passing game. Jelani Woods being the mismatch that he that 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 he can be. Maybe he's the Dallas Goddard role, uh, you know, within this offense like he was with the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, Goddard that is with Shane Steichen. So I'm just really excited about the pass catchers. And I think they're going to surprise a lot of people this year in production and big playability, which they desperately need. That's been the missing key, you know, really since the uh, 2020 season. If you go back the last two years, the Colts have been over 250 passing yards in a game just seven times. That's right. not going to cut it. And I think the receivers know that. I think they have a chip on their shoulder. And Reggie Wayne's going to get the best out of those guys. Um, who are all collectively coming back for another year here. Reggie Wayne being the receivers coach, getting in their ears, getting getting them ready. How big is his influence, old number 87, going to be for this receiving core coming into this year, knowing they have to step up their game and knowing they have to step up their production this year for the Colts? Yeah, like I said, I mean, I think everybody kind of knows uh, what the narrative uh, is around these wide receivers, and they don't like it. They don't like to hear it, Reggie Wayne. One of the best receivers to ever do it. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame someday. And I think he's got a chip on his shoulder, too, as a coach. And I think all of these guys are just chomping at the bit to get out there, to prove some people wrong, and to show their true abilities. Again, hopefully they can get some quarterback stability there to kind of help that. Obviously, you need that to to foster those abilities. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, Reggie Wayne is huge in their development. Guys, you know, they, they stick to him at practice. They, they take in every word that he says. Reggie, by all accounts, in the grand scheme of things, right, he's still a young guy and he's very hip. You know, he's, a, he's huge in the pop culture. So he can talk to these guys just like a person, right? right. Just understand where they're coming from. Uh, he knows what buttons to push. He also knows when to back off. But I think the biggest thing is he's been in their shoes. He knows how to push them. He knows how to get the best out of them, and I think that's very, very underrated as having a former player of his stature and his status in that position to get the best out of those guys. Matt Taylor, the fabulous voice of the Indianapolis Colts, joining me here on the Bryant Snow Show this afternoon. Well, our coverage of the Colts will take you to and through the 2023 season as the Colts look for a real bounce-back year. Thank you, my friend. I love you. I love having you on. I can't wait to have you on again. You got it, man. Enjoy the rest of the summer and uh, stay cool. It's smoking across the country. It it most certainly is. Thank you, Matt. You got it. Be good, Matt. Uh, that was Matt Taylor joining us here on the program, and thank you, Matt. You can see uh, the interview on our YouTube page. Subscribe to uh, Snowman Multimedia. I'm going to call a halt to this program this afternoon, and as I announced, when uh, Victor is on, scaling this back to an hour for now. And if and when, I'll say when, it goes back to two hours, a lot of this uh, will be taped. And just realize physically that uh, I did that interview, um, I want to say, 45 minutes prior to air. And I haven't been obeying or paying attention to what I need to do to, to take care of my body and getting rest, getting extra rest and all. And that's all my fault. So I'm going to call a halt to it this afternoon. I'm going to go feed some rabbits, and then I got a game later tonight with uh, the Atlanta Dream and the New York Liberty. If something happens, I will alert everybody 
that um uh that uh that will tune in. God bless y'all. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm out of here. Tuning into the Brian Snow Show, where sports is the base, life and fun are the results. Mm-hmm.